Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, a podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my lovely husband, Cameron. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great. I'm doing swell tonight. How are you doing today? Peachy came. That's great. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so I think I just threw it way off. Yeah, you did. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> So, um, no, but how you doing? How you holding up with the uh, self-quarantining? With the Rona? The Rona? <laughs> the Rona. Let's get that trended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, not great. Not great. I have headaches mm-hmm. and I sneeze a lot, which tells me it's allergies. Yeah. But I get a lot of side eye from people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's just sneezing, guys. I don't have the Rona. Calm down. Yeah. Well, it's like every time I have like a slight... Mm-hmm something i have like something stuck in my throat and right. i have to cough it out i'm like am i getting it am i getting it do i have it <laughs> have i already spread it exactly. like, well here's the thing if i were to get it i would probably be one of those on the deathbed so you know there is a little bit of panic there right. because i do have really weak lungs right <laughs> one of them has decided not to work <laughs> <laughs> it works uh, on its own time <laughs> yeah exactly when it does try working it's painful yeah but yeah i don't so I wouldn't be out and about if I had the Rona. Right. You know? Okay. I, I would be probably on an oxygen tank or whatever. And I just want to say to people out there, you know, don't panic and don't be scared. I know it's hard not to panic and hard not to be scared, especially when you're getting different sorts of advice from uh, advice? politicians or... <laughs> I don't think know. it's advice they're giving. <laughs> no, they're not. But they're definitely wishy-washy on the subject. Yeah. And there's nobody that's really giving you the facts other than the CDC. So just Mm -hmm. pay attention to the CDC and what they're saying. Right. And I think you'll be just fine. Listen to scientists. Yeah. And if you do have weak lungs, try to, you know, wear your mask and and wear disposable gloves. And personally, I hope we in some small part Mm -hmm. can help take your mind off of these contagions and pandemics. Yes. Which is why next month. We're just going to do virus-related <laughs> TV shows. Exactly. Fear of the Walking yes, Dead. Yes, The Strain. The Strain. We're going yeah. to get all your pandemic. And I bet, I bet there's a Casper Van Dien movie that deals with a disaster. I bet he wrote one. He, yeah. uh, <laughs> does he write? I don't think he writes. He's too pretty to write. He's too pretty to write. <laughs> <laughs> but as for, so two weeks, mm-hmm. it's all going to be... Deadly viruses. That's right. That's so right. It's going to be great. Yes. Because, well, and here's another thing about the strain. <laughs> I've been listening to it on audiobook because that's what I do when I sleep. I listen yeah. to audiobooks. We just let them run all night. We just let them run all night. I've never heard the beginning of it, but the middle of it is terrifying. The end is stupid. Okay. There we go. But the middle is really scary. I was so scared that even our normal house noises at yeah. night, like I would sit bolt upright whenever there was a sound. Well, I do keep that one feral child locked uh, up in the, uh, in the attic. Okay, so. that would be why. That would so be why. So he I was sometimes hearing. scarpers yeah. around in the middle of the night. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, because when these things were like transmitting their parasite or whatever, because right. that's what the strain is. Even though it's vampires, it's right. more parasitic in nature. Right. Really gross. Mm-hmm. I really gross. Yeah. But it was these people with normal lives getting infected and right. watching them eat their family, basically. Yeah. So like, like life. It was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. It was terrifying, and I was like, "This would be a great show." <laughs> <laughs> well, there is one. There is a show. So produced we're gonna, by yeah. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. So it's gonna be fun. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm excited about that. I want to see if it's anything like the book because the book is great. Well. The middle part's great. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we're going to take that viral infection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and apply it this week to the viral infection of sexism yes. in entertainment. Okay, excellent. And this week, we watched the first episode of the Amazon original series, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. It was created by Amy Sherman Palladino, mm-hmm. who you might know from uh, Gilmore Girls and Bunheads. I love Bunheads. How do you feel about Gilmore Girls? It made me angry all the time. That show made me so angry. That's one that you sort of hate watched that one uh, at the end, didn't you? You never finished it, I don't think. Well, I was pregnant, and I hated every second of it, but I kept watching it. (laughs) And I have no idea why. You just hated being pregnant. (laughs) Well, yes. I was sick for nine whole months with Hunter. I was sick every day for nine months. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, I was not stoked. So I think anything really that popped up during that time Mm. was making me angry. (laughs) I I thought Gilmore Girls was fine. I haven't seen all of them. Mm -hmm. But what I saw was okay. 
But it's, I don't. I just didn't I don't like get... how they were obsessed with men. Well, like they were obsessed with it. Well, we're going to be talking about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel today. Yes. But I don't think I understand the. I guess I understand the appeal of Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the fanaticism of Gilmore Girls. Okay. When I hear people say how much they love it, mm-hmm. it sometimes feels like ironic. Yeah. Like. It like it's a personality trait. <laughs> I'm the type of person who watches Gilmore Girls is like, oh, there you go. That's who you are. And yeah. like, I I think it's a fine show. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's as good as everyone like makes it out to be. I th- I think it's for specific people, much like devs. Right. It's it's for specific people. <laughs> but again, back to marvelous Mrs. Man. Yes. I have not seen Bunheads at all. So. Oh yeah, it was only on for like twelve episodes. It was canceled really early on. Right. Yeah. So. I thought it was adorable. You liked it. Mm-hmm. So you like that more than than Gilmore Girls. Oh yes, much more. How would you rank it in the uh, Sherman Palladino scale of the three shows? Um, I think it's well. It, this is uh, without having explained Marvelous Mrs. Maisel yet. Yeah. Give us a little. Give us a little preview. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bunheads is um. <laughs> Cleaner. <laughs> okay. Because uh, Amazon loves to be like, we're on Amazon. We're on Amazon, so we're going to cuss and show tits left and right, babe. <laughs> she did have very nice boobs. Uh, just saying. But <laughs> as a side note. But that's what I liked about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, okay. was that there was a lot of cussing. Right. And there was, you know, sexual... Titties. Um, you like that. Sexual jokes and stuff. Right. And I'm like, yeah, this is the 1950s. Not everybody was a prude. In fact, most people were not. Right. If everybody was a prude, nobody would be alive well, right now. Well, it's like that myth that Victorian yeah. England was very prude and very oh, proper. Oh, no, they, they weren't. Were into some kinky stuff. Did you guys know? They pierced their nipples. It was a fad, a huge fashion during the Victorian times to have pierced nipples. Well, have you ever seen those, like, sex devices that are like a yeah. stationary bike? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> Look them up. Yes, they have. They also love their nightgowns so much that women would feign illness just so they could show off their brand new nightgowns. Right. So that's so, yeah. So this gives a little marvelous Mrs. Mm-hmm. Maisel, without getting too much into it, mm-hmm. gives us a maybe more honest view. I think of the it was 50s. a much more honest view of the fifties, and I liked that. To me, it was very refreshing. Right. And it was I liked the honesty part about it. Okay. Because I'm so sick and tired of being like the nineteen fifties were perfect. <laughs> yeah, they I were can not. Tell you, there were a lot of people they in this not. country who would disagree. Hard disagree. Yes, yes. And so I'm sick and tired of seeing the 1950s through these rose-colored glasses of, oh, look, this is the perfect woman. This is the perfect husband. This is the perfect family and life that you should have or whatever. It's boring and it's tired and it's not true. It's tired. It's tired. It's tired. Devs is wired. (laughs) You know what? It was funny. When we first started watching this, I was like, I'd rather be watching Devs. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to talk about how we feel about the end of it. Yeah. I'm going to. Yes. Because I I went through quite a journey on this. You know, I did too. I did too. That beginning was just painful. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We'll get into it later. Okay. 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 First of all, we got to get IMDb voice in here. Oh, yeah. IMDb Cooper. Yeah. And he's going to tell us a synopsis for the show and for the episode that we watched. Okay. So... The synopsis is. I don't know. I never give a preamble like that. Yeah, but, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know what to yeah, say. Yeah, whatever. I'm not smart. <laughs> <laughs> a housewife in the 1960s? No, it was in the late 1950s. That's that's incorrect. It was 1958 to be exact. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wait, is that where it starts though? Yeah, it starts years... in. It starts. No, it doesn't start in 1958. That's starts where. Starts in 1954, yes. and then we go. Yeah, because it feels yeah. very much 50s. Yeah, 60s it was very 50s. This is incorrect. IMDb. <laughs> Anyway, a housewife in the 1950s <laughs> decides to become a stand-up comic. And bravo for that. You're right. That's, just, that's the show right that's there. That's the summation. That's, that's great. <laughs> Didn't even break a sweat That is on a that perfect one. tagline. <laughs> you know exactly what's happening. I'm not going to waste a single word here. Nope, that's great. Bravo. <laughs> bravo. I like it. I like it. I like it straight to the point. Okay, this is the episode synopsis. The episode is entitled Pilot. Nice. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. Midge Maisel has the perfect life. She is supportive of her husband's dream of becoming a stand-up comic until he bombs on stage and blames her, Mm -hmm. leading Midge back to the comedy club and an act that might change her life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the episode right there. That's nice. Okay. All right. Triple M uh, stars Rachel 
Brosnahan. Mm -hmm. uh, she plays Midge Maisel. She was in House of Cards and Finest Hours. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at Finest Hours, <laughs> but I've seen Finest Hours, and I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Zegan plays Joel Maisel. He was in uh, Boardwalk Empire and The Walking Dead. Marin Hinkle plays Rose Weisman. She was in Two and a Half Men and Madam Secretary. Mm. Tony Shaloub mm -hmm. uh, plays Abe Weisman. He was in Monk, of course. Yes. And Galaxy Quest. I could watch that a thousand times. A thousand times. I made. love that movie I love so much. I love that movie. And we have Alex Borstein as Susie Meyerson. Uh, she does a voice in The Family Guy, mm -hmm. and she was in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was first released, not March 5th, 2020. Did not update this. Okay. <laughs> I think it's about four years old. I do know. Yeah, because they're on, like, season five. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have been released just now. I wish I could give you the correct date. Maybe I'll throw it in somewhere <laughs> later. <laughs> but, um... Uh, the number one song, I guess, here's a, here's a treasure hunt for you all. Okay. If you can find out what day, The Shape of You by Ed Sheeran <laughs> and the mo number one movie was Beauty and the Beast, that was the day this premiered. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, so before going into this, I mean, I know of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because okay. I live in this world, I have Amazon Prime Video, mm -hmm. and I see banners of it. Every single right. Day. I know it exists, but I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know she wanted to become a stand-up comic or anything. I knew that much. Okay. I knew that much, but and I knew vaguely that it was by the creator of Gilmore Girls. Right. But didn't really sound like a show I was all that interested in mm -hmm. really so much. But what were your predictions going into it, just having like a vague idea of Okay, what it well, be. I thought it was going to be fun like Bunheads. Okay. Because I knew it was Amy Sherman Palladino. Palladino, mm-hmm. And I also thought that there was going to be some heavy plot lines, like family members who survived the Holocaust. Yeah, that would, yeah, and they did. And, or and those, or the rabbi did anyway. Yeah, exactly. And those who didn't. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, but wow. that that was about it. <laughs> that was dark. Yeah, it's dark and fun apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fun dark. My fun dark. <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be a charming and fun show with good humor, heart, and wit. Yeah, well, you know, okay. Why do you write basic thesis on your predictions? Because I take every this episode? seriously. I take this podcast deadly seriously. Clearly, <laughs> I start working on next week's episode like after this one, <laughs> and I'm like, "How can I take this?" <laughs> I don't work on this at all. <laughs> you do, I like, show up like, for <laughs> the show and, and the recording. <laughs> we're, about, we're about to like press play, and you're like, "Hold on!" Yeah, I'm like, "Let me get my predictions out." <laughs> Death. Uh, funny, death, fun death. Funny, fun death. <laughs> I think it will be a lot like Gilmore Girls, which could either be to its benefit or detriment. Mm. And I was afraid that I wasn't going to have much to say about yeah, it. Yeah, but I bet you got lots to say about it. I have stuff to say. Yeah. I do have stuff to say. Okay. But before we get into the meat and potatoes, as it were, mm -hmm. I got we got some facts that we need. Facts! Uh, first two are female comedian facts. I just mm -hmm. thought were interesting since okay. we're dealing with female comedian. Yeah. The first is about Phyllis Diller. She's amazing. She's amazing and is often referred to as the queen of comedy. Interesting. Uh, and she is recognized as the first female stand-up comedian. Wow. Which is to say she didn't sing or dance. Like, there were yeah. other people before her, but it was more of a cabaret burlesque kind of sure. deal. Sure, okay. She just was like, I'm going to stand up here, and I'm going to tell jokes, and you're going to laugh. Mm. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And she's, of course, uh, an inspiration or a, yeah. or for, for tons of female comedians. Oh, I loved her in all of the road twos. Oh, wait, wasn't it Dorothy Lamore, though? No, Dorothy Lamore was also in there, but Phyllis Diller would show up in a lot of Oh, that's right. Yes, she did. Yeah. She did. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to question you. I should never have You should never you. have questioned me about the road twos. <laughs> yeah, I love true. Bob Hope and Bean Crosby. You introduced me to the road yes, twos. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> she was uh, so successful that the Guinness Book of World Record somehow mm -hmm. bestowed upon her the most laughs per minute award. Wow. Which that's is funny. like a crazy thing to me. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, how do you even record that? But then in this episode, in this episode Maisel's of Mrs. Maisel, that. she's recording this. She's like, yeah. oh, yeah. She's like, how many laughs did he get here? How many laughs did he get Yeah, that there's happen? three more than last time. Exactly. And, uh, she had like a subsection of laugh lips, like I guess would be like a chuckle. Yeah. Which is kind of cute. Yeah, I thought that was cute. My other comedian that I have is Whoopi Goldberg, because yeah. I personally mm -hmm. love 
Whoopi Goldberg. Oh my god, me too. I loved her in Jumping Jack Flash. Jumping Jack Flash is oh, great. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Um, I love her in Sister Act. I'm sorry, yeah. I love Sister Act. I think it's a great movie. Yeah, I, I agree. mean, she is amazing. I agree. And, and fact, she's great as Guinan in The Next Generation. And the fact that Patrick Stewart is trying to get her to come back for yeah. like the next season of Picard is yeah. perfect. She is honestly, no secret if you've been listening to this, <laughs> we have been watching through uh, all the Next Generation episodes. I think we're mid-season five at this point. Yeah, yeah, we're so, nearing the some, end, I think, right? Seven seasons, so we're, yeah, getting, we're the getting closer to the yeah. end. She is like the highlight of that show for me. Yeah, me too. Whenever me too. I <laughs> see special guest star Whoopi Goldberg as yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, my, oh what wisdom she gonna lay down this time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I love it. She started her career doing a one-woman show, first on Broadway, or mm. first off Broadway, then on Broadway. Okay. Her comedy was set up as a series of monologues, which were hilarious, but these were also very thought-provoking mm-hmm. in regard to modern life. It was so successful that it brought her to the attention of Steven Spielberg. Mm. So one of her first movies, not her very first movie, but the one that catapulted her into stardom, right. he cast her in a drama, The Color Purple, the mm. Alice Walker's The Color Purple. Yeah. A few years later, she was the first black woman in 50 years to win the Academy Award as Oda Mae Brown in Ghost. Loved her in Ghost. And she is one of only 12 people ever. Wow. Ever. Wow. To have gotten the EGOT, which of course is an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Nice. And she was the first woman ever to win the Mark Twain Award for Human. So, for or humor. humor. Or the first, she was the first woman, yeah, to do it. I'm sure others have said right. that now. Uh, so Mark Twain was funny? Mark Twain was hilarious. No, he wasn't. He was racist. What? Well, <laughs> okay. He's a product of his time. How about that? Mm. But I never thought Mark Twain books were funny. Well, which Huckleberry books are Finn you? and Tom Sawyer weren't that funny. What about Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court? That's no. a drama to you? <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. The Amazing Jumping Frogs of Calaveras County? That's, <laughs> that's a serious... That's joke. just normal. I'm pretty sure I got the title wrong, but I'm close, and you got to give me that. <laughs> so, I just don't really see Mark Twain as being funny. He's the guy... Uh, He's no Oscar Wilde, is what I'm saying. Okay, give me an Oscar Wilde quote. Either that wallpaper goes, or I do on his deathbed. Look, look. Here's a, Oscar here's Wilde Mark is Twain. better than Mark Twain. Mark Twain said, mm. quitting smoking is easy. I've done it hundreds of times. Ha, ha, <laughs> Just because you don't like you know the what? humor. You know what? <laughs> doesn't mean it ain't We're humor. talking about women here, not Mark Twain you or Oscar Wilde. You, you brought up Mark Twain by saying the award. Because she won it. <laughs> she broke that glass ceiling then like we're talking Superman. about Whoopi. Okay. Well, let's then, <laughs> let's, let, okay. Okay. We're getting a bit heated here. Are we? Yes. Are we? So maybe we should discuss, to set the stage for the show, what life was like in the 50s. So in May 1955, Yay. there was an issue of Housekeeping Monthly They was... Oh, I love how your autocorrection called it the Godwife's Guide. <laughs> Godwife. That's great. Our, <laughs> you are my godwife. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> that seems like a weird sect. Yes. <laughs> she the is god the godwife. <laughs> it was the blood good, sacrifices only. <laughs> this is the good wife's guide, and this was a guide that they printed out to let us know. First of all, I love the fact that there was a magazine specifically for, for housekeeping. housekeeping because women I mean, don't know how to cook or I mean, clean at this time. I guess there's good Even though they've been taught since they were born how to do this. Well, well there's good housekeeping, then there's housekeeping monthly. So you yeah. had a, a variety of housekeeping magazines. Wow. Lots of things to talk about. Lovely. I'm so glad I'm being taught how to crochet. Well, I'm going to teach you how to be a better wife. I'm an epic failure right now. Okay, I, we're yeah. going to see how well you score on this little toy. Yeah, like I'm a not going to score anything on this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one, have dinner ready. Plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal ready on time for his return. <laughs> so you you got to create a, a, a menu. I failed. <laughs> this is a way of letting him know been thinking about him and are concerned with his needs. <laughs> nope. Are you concerned with my needs? Not at all. Lay out I could let you night? starve. You would not care. I would not care. That's why I eat cereal for dinner like, <laughs> most nights. That's BS and you know it. <laughs> not most nights. No, no. We cook a lot. Yeah, we, do, we do. We do. We cook a lot. Yeah. But I do eat cereal for dinner. You know what? At least once a week. I'm, but that's not your fault. Here's the bird. Here's the bird. <laughs> it Just is. Just follow 
the bird. <laughs> okay. Number two. Mm-hmm. Most men are hungry. <laughs> God, men are home. like cows. And the prospect of a good meal, especially his favorite oh. dish, is part of the warm welcome needed. Now. What's my favorite dish? Oh. I have no effing clue. I could tell. As the words came out of my mouth, I knew you had no idea. No idea. Hold on, hold on. Let me think. Let me think about this. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Frosted mini wheats? That's why you eat it more than once a week for dinner. <laughs> hold on. I, I know this, great. actually. Wait, You're wait. I think I know this. Hold on. I think I know this. Uh, um, no, I don't know this. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, wait, I know you love Eggs Benedict. Well, that's good, but still yeah. wouldn't say it's my favorite food. Right, well, what's your favorite food? I can't tell you. That's a... You know what? Go F yourself. <laughs> Here's the bird. Again. <laughs> that's a journey you're going to have to undertake you on your what? own. You know what? You need to just go F yourself right now. <laughs> I am sick of being told to go F myself. I am trying to help you <laughs> become, become a, a more, better wife. <laughs> become a better wife. I have this list. <laughs> you're failing it. You've gone two, oh, for two. Let's go for three. Prepare yourself. <laughs> oh, God. Take 15 minutes to rest so you'll be refreshed when he arrives. But what if I have to get dinner on the table? How do I take a nap at the same time? This is all a part of planning your day. Oh That's God. why you start planning dinner the night before in bed right. while I'm okay. Oh, okay. sleeping. While you're sleeping. Sure. Okay. Touch up your makeup. Ah, okay. Put a ribbon, <laughs> put a ribbon in your hair and you'd be fresh looking. <laughs> I would love it if you just had a crappy ribbon in your hair. Just put a shitty bow in my hair and be like, I'm fresh looking, so fresh to death. Here's your favorite meal, frosted mini weeds. Damn, baby, you look fresh to death. (laughs) Um, He has just been with a lot of work wary people. Oh, okay, so he doesn't want to see any Ugmos. (laughs) Be a little gay. Can't say I argue with that. And a little bit more interesting for me. Oh, okay. My boring day may need a lift, and one of your duties is to provide it. Uh, excuse me, you're not getting a you PJ my- every time you come home with your frosted mini weeks. <laughs> That's why I like wear a big bow I'm in my sure hair. I'm sure there is specific porn for BJ's with frosted mini weeks. <laughs> no, you gotta be my Miss Maisel. You gotta give me a little stand-up act when I get home. Oh, okay. With I'll, I'll try ribbon- to keep that in mind. Put your ribbon in your hair. <laughs> I'll do Minnie Mouse impressions. <laughs> Clear away the clutter. Okay. Minnie Mouse impressions might be too sexy. I just got home from work. Well, I am I've giving work- you a BJ at the same time, so. <laughs> That's a weird case. <laughs> Clear away the clutter. Make one last trip through the main part of the house. Mm. Don't go out to the, our, <laughs> our guest. Yeah. Okay. You don't I'll need keep to do that. <laughs> no. The guest house can be a pile. It doesn't matter. Just throw everything in there because you know I'm not going to check it. Uh, main part of the house, just before your husband arrives, mm-hmm. gather up school books, toys, Oh, paper. at this point I should have kids too then. Yeah, well, by yeah. step five I should have kids. You should have okay. kids by step negative ten. <laughs> but I'm not supposed to see them. No. And then run a dust cloth over the table. So, ah. man, that's a busy day. God, so somehow you're supposed to Get the clutter and the food, mm-hmm. make your and make yourself up and have a fifteen minute like little like cat nap. That's your that's your time. Yeah. You get fifteen minutes. Yeah. That's your smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee break. Over the oh wow. Specific to, to the winter months. Mm-hmm. Over the cooler months of the year, you should prepare and light a fire for him to unwind by. What? Your husband will feel he has reached a haven of rest and order. Oh, you know what? I can actually do that because I just flip a switch and our fireplace lights it's, up. It's perfect. Yeah, that's great. So you can do that. Yeah, one. I can do this one. Yeah. It, but you yes. won't. But you won't. But I won't. Because we've got a heater. <laughs> and this is 2020. And mama. This is <laughs> <laughs> I just will, turn on the heat. But it will, taking care of me, it will give you a lift too. Oh, so, right, right. Because my ultimate goal is to make sure you are completely well, satisfied. Well, according to happy. Housekeeping Monthly, after mm-hmm. all, catering for my comfort will provide you ah. with immense personal satisfaction. Yes, my needs don't matter. <laughs> Prepare the children. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> take a few minutes to wash their ugly little heads and faces, if they are small. Uh-huh. Comb their hair, uh-huh. and if necessary, change their clothes. I don't want to see no kids running around, little, <laughs> little urchins running around here. So I would have immediately failed when they had come home to see Jake running around in his diapers when he was three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our marriage was on the rocks. <laughs> Jake hated clothes, so he just run around naked. <laughs> Children are little treasures. That is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> and he would like to see them playing the part. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, okay. Minimize all noise. Okay, that's impossible. Okay, wait, wait. Have, have these people never even seen kids before? They want me to see them playing the part, but the, quietly. But quietly. Or they're just playing charades, like... I'm in a box. I'm in a, I'm in a box. That's a I'm Robin a Williams joke. <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious. Robin Williams miming joke. I'm in a box and I'm a mine from Brooklyn. What's that even from? I don't remember. That's hilarious. Oh, Robin Williams. Uh, At the time of my arrival, <laughs> yes, and I'm all going to put these in like first person. You're nice. First persons. First persons. Eliminate all noise of the washer, dryer, or vacuum. <laughs> I want to be quiet. I want to be quiet as a freaking tomb. <laughs> Try to encourage the children to be quiet. Oh wow! Okay. okay. Be happy to see me. Oh okay. Free me with a warm. Free me. Okay. Look at my shackled. <laughs> what is my job exactly? <laughs> free me with a warm smile and show sincerity in your desire to please me. Mm. Listen to me. I desire to please you, honey. Here's no. my warm smile. Oh my god, I've never heard a bigger lie out of your mouth. <laughs> you have, you may have a dozen important things to tell me. Okay. But the moment of my arrival is not the time. So I shouldn't tell you the house is on fire. No. Okay, I'll well, let you chill first by the fire that is the house on fire. Oh, this is a good, this is good. I like this. <laughs> let him talk first. Uh-huh. Remember. My topics of conversation are more important than yours. So remember when I talked to you about X-Men for an hour last week? <laughs> that was and I was important. like, honey, we really need to talk about this mortgage tax. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. No, no, my topic is more important right now. No, no, We're no. talking about X-Men. After the mutant massacre, Kitty Pride was sent over to Excalibur. <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't a quality book, but it took her off the main X title that gave Jubilee the time to muscle her way in. But honey, mortgage tax. <laughs> Not right now. Not I just right came now. home. I have to organize my thoughts. Rob Liefeld got Wait, Chris Claremont. Wait, so all Claremont. of this is happening while you're getting a BJ, while the kids are playing in front of you, yes. while you're eating frosted meat, and you're telling me about X-Men. This is all happening at the same time. It's, uh, it's chaotic. This is chaos. But quiet chaos. <laughs> um, let's see here. Sorry, guys. This is gonna take a while. There's a lot of a lot of rules. A lot of rules for housewives. Oh, and what was going on like before this? Like, why did they feel the need to write this like twenty commandments? Women, you are failing. You are failing. In your wifeful duties, and I'm calling them wifeful. <laughs> wifeful. We have been talking to your husbands, and this is what they want to see. Get on it. They really don't care that you have a headache. <laughs> it's like we should have like I have like a quarterly review of your <laughs> how you're doing with your wifely duties. Um, Terrible. Make the evening mine. Never complain if he comes home late or goes out to dinner or other places of entertainment without you. Oh. <laughs> Instead, try to understand his world of strain and pleasure. Or, uh, sorry, of strain and pressure, and his very real need to be at home and relax. So don't question me when I'm having my affairs. Ah, I see. I yes. need those to decompress. Well, according to the book Mists of Avalon, it is a woman's duty to make sure that she's on the straight and narrow and extremely faithful to God because of original sin. But the husband is more than welcome yeah. to have many affairs because he is innocent and free of all guilt. There you go. It's the woman's job to make sure that we are serving God. Well, well, well and that, that ties into Maisel. And in fact, a lot of these tie into a lot mm-hmm. of things I have problems with Maisel. Yes, agreed. But mm-hmm. anyway, your goal. My goal. Your specific goal. Try to make sure your home is a place of peace, order, and tranquility where your husband can renew himself in body and spirit. Mm, I like my house to be a place of eclectic chaos. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. See, that's why we're together, though. <laughs> Don't greet me with complaints or problems. Honey, I've got a complaint and problem. I want my mini <laughs> Nope. 
Don't complain if he's late. Oh, this is coming in twice. They're wow, like, they're they like, really need they're like he can have an affair. It's fine. Stop it. Stop it. You just focus on cooking and cleaning. <laughs> so you spend all day making sure the appliances mm-hmm. are quiet for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't even bother to come home yep. to have my bowl of me. <laughs> don't complain if he's late home for dinner or even if he stays out all night long. Excuse me? Count this as minor compared to what he might have gone through that day. Yes. Make me comfortable. Have him <laughs> lean back in a comfortable chair or have him lie down in a bedroom. Isn't that the same as number like three? <laughs> have a cool or warm drink ready for, for me. So here's Just your hot milk and your milk. <laughs> see, w- see, now the synopsis for this show was great, concise with its language. This yeah. one, Kijev just said drink, but they wanted to make sure it's either a cool or a warm drink. So an iced caramel macchiato and a caramel macchiato? <laughs> yes, exactly. See, you know my drink. Hey, I know you drink. <laughs> Arrange my pillow because my my weak little man arms can't handle this. <laughs> Gotta fluff your pillow. And offer to take off my shoes? Oh, God. oh no, thank you. You can. T- Ew. You're absolved from Ew, that one. thank you. Speak in a low, soothing, and pleasant voice. Darling. Yes. May I remove your shoes? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I would freak okay. <laughs> out if you did that. I'd be like, what is going on here? Abort. Abort. <laughs> Alarm. Abort. Okay. Don't ask me questions about my actions or question my judgment of integrity. Oh, okay. Wow, this is so dangerous. Yes, it is. This is, like, dangerous. Yeah, this is abusive behavior. Yeah. Remember, I am the master of the house, Ugh. and as such, will always exercise my will with fairness and truthfulness. With yes. A, a rod of justice. You have no right to question me. Wow. Wow. Don't you dare question me. <laughs> and a good wife always knows her place, which is in the crawl space <laughs> underneath the stairs with the lights on and the spiders. <laughs> There you go. Wow, that's BS. You know, God only gave people 10 commandments. Yeah, this was like 18 this rules of BS. 18 rules. Yeah. So, kind of crazy there. Kind of. So, okay. So, anyway, back to Maisel. Back to Maisel. I, I don't even remember it anymore. I don't even. I, I, I kind of forgot. We, we've been talking for 30 minutes. We barely talked about the show. Oh, my God. We've been talking for 30 minutes? Yeah. Well, shoot. Okay. Okay, so I wanted to say. Okay. I really enjoyed the music. Oh, the the. Yeah, be of the McGuire sisters and Barbara Streisand. Yes. It's like you just don't get that kind of music anymore. Well, and for me, I have a pretty broad musical mm-hmm. like, like no a lot of music. Acumen. Acumen. Mm-hmm. Eh, not that word, but something <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And these were more deep cuts for yes, me. Like, they were. I didn't know these off the top of my head for ah. the most part. So, yeah, I did enjoy the music quite a bit. Now, what did you like about the show? So, you liked the music. I did. I liked its honest language. The honest of language. Of cussing and, and sex talk and right. um, just in general, just being honest about what was happening. And I even like the fact that she was measuring herself constantly right. in order to have the perfect body still. Well, and you saw that with her parents, whom I really like. Yeah. Not personally, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, the acting of Tony Shalhoub. And I'm sorry, yeah. I don't remember the actress's name who plays her mother. Mm-hmm. But you could see where like that pressure to yes. be perfect. Because they were even from... measuring her child, her baby's her baby. head. Like, oh. You, it's it, a baby and they're like, she's not going to be a pretty girl. Oh, her her nose is getting too yeah. long. Well, you can fix a nose, but you can't fix how big her forehead yeah, is. Yeah, and this baby is maybe like 13 months old. Yeah, very. And already very being harshly judged on her looks. But then again, Miss Mrs. Maisel does abandon her child quite often. <laughs> Oh, my God, she does. And I'm going to judge harshly because I'm a little bit jealous that she's able to go out and get drunk all night and leave her kids all by themselves. She gets arrested. It's like a four-year-old and a 12-month-old. Yeah, yeah. Alone. Yeah, her husband. So I'm going to judge harshly because I've never done that. Well, there you go. Hello, parenting (laughs) win. I haven't abandoned my kids. Oh, I... I... (laughs) <laughs> Housekeeping Monthly would probably score you quite high on that one. Yeah, but I haven't pleased you either. Yeah, where's so. my where's my Where, Where's my <laughs> mini wheat bowl, honey? <laughs> so what else did you like? Okay, I, I kind of liked how weird they were going too with some of the things the women would do in order to try to make themselves prettier. Right. Like there's a whole scene of them bleaching their pubes. Right, exactly. 
you know, instead of just waxing it or shaving it, right. they're like, no, we have to bleach these blonde <laughs> to go with our blonde hair. We got to keep them. You know, we've got to keep them. We can't get rid of them. So, <laughs> I think pubes so with, I thought, like, roots would be really So I was weird. like, well, that's an interesting thing. I didn't think women in the 1950s were bleaching their pubes. I know. Yeah, I never thought of, you know, like, so people I was in the like, 50s even, yeah. like, considering pubes as a right. thing. Like, it was just like, that's what we but got. But I guess since you're supposed to be the perfect woman, you have to have everything in line. Right. And she was... Curtains have to match the drapes sort of thing. And she was definitely trying to look more Gentile yes. while she was in college. Mm-hmm. She died her hair blonde it was yeah doing the whole blonde thing exactly yeah. so yeah so yeah. yeah so i thought those little kind of tidbits of weird information mm-hmm. were really interesting and fun right i i really liked that part about the show right yeah and i also liked how she gives cookies to like the bellhop and the elevator man right yeah what are elevator men called anyway i think elevator people is that what they're called no i, I feel like they have an actual title it's not Lift driver? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know that maybe they are a bellhop. <laughs> I do like the fact that we once employed people just to press a button. Yeah, because <laughs> we couldn't be bothered to press a button. But I love how she would think of them and give them cookies right. every day. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the performances in the show were pretty good mm-hmm. overall. I liked the end of the show more than I liked the beginning. The beginning, of the I show. had a problem, but now that I've seen the episode, I'm not too concerned with it because yeah. I was like, "Oh, we're already being shown that she's already a stand-up yeah, comic." Yeah, like we're we're going on a journey with her. Yeah, and this would be. It's kind of hard to 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 rate because I feel like the following episodes, mm-hmm. like for the purposes of our podcast, yeah, I don't think it was a great show overall. Well, I was pissed at the cliche man sleeping with secretary bull****. He could have just left because he was bored or he was angry at her for effing up his comedy. And that goes to actually a point I was going to make later Mm -hmm. about how to improve the show. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that Joel, her husband, he's a failed comedian Yeah, and he ends up leaving her and saying that... And saying that it was her fault. He blames her. For him bombing on stage. And he then confesses that he was having an affair with his secretary. And I said, I really didn't like that. I didn't like the fact that he was the catalyst for change in her life. Right. But, of course, he would be because she is, according to the Housekeeping Monthly, doing everything right. She was checking off that list. She was checking off that list. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she goes to the great So she would be supportive. So I didn't have an issue with all of the sexism in it. Right. Because I was like, no, she's doing what she thinks is right, what she thinks society demands of her, yeah. which is the, the gross measuring of her body parts daily well, to make sure the, she's proportionate. And making sure, he wait until he falls asleep yes. to take off her makeup and yes. undo her hair, mm-hmm. and then waking up before him to, so she can put it all back on. Yeah, so that but, she always was, looks pretty. She never looks haggard. And I was like, yeah. did she even do this when she was pregnant? So th- like that led me to like a thing where I was like, Ugh. it was a hard show to watch because mm-hmm. emotionally that hits me hard where I'm getting yeah. mad. Yeah. I'm like, I this is... BS. I don't want to see I it. wasn't angry about it because I felt like she was going to surpass all of it. Well, I knew she was going to surpass. I knew that there is, the show wouldn't too, last as just being She was too that. strong, confident, and talented to just be a servant. I guess not mad, but like it's just hard to watch. And I don't watch. mean servant in a bad way. I mean just serving a man constantly. Right. Yeah. Like I felt That's like. That's a bad way. Oh, okay. I, would, I would say serving a man constantly would be a bad thing. Right, that's, yeah. what, that's what I mean by serving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's more to her. Oh, oh, oh. So I felt there was so much more to her that there's no way she would ever even remain in this situation for much longer. It was just... Like, I think if he hadn't left, uh-huh. she would have already cracked right. and disassembled their life in order to be something else. Right. But I guess that's where I'm coming from. I think I would have liked that agency to be... Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand her not having agency up to that point, but at some point, I wanted her to leave him. Right. I wanted... That's going to come up. In a future episode, I'm fairly certain he's going to be like, I need your help because Penny Pan can't do jack Yeah. Because they've already established she's, like, dumb. Yeah. She can't even sharpen a pencil pencil. with a Mm -hmm. pencil sharpener. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, um... I like when... So I have a feeling he's going to try coming back, and she's going to be like, uh, no, you can get out. Yeah. No, I'm... I already feel like that's going to come in later. It, it's, I guess it's like watching a movie mm-hmm. that's stretched out over a long period of over time. Over a really long period so of like, time. So, like, 
We had to watch almost an hour of what would be like the first 10 minutes of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, yeah, I agree with you. I know all these things are coming. Mm-hmm. There is this feeling of like, okay, get on with it. Yes. I did kind of, well, what I was saying before is I kind of almost would have rather, I and I understand, I'm probably not making it best. I, I'm not making these shows. <laughs> but, well, for this podcast, I am making these shows. <laughs> I would have rather have seen a story from her perspective, mm-hmm. where she was the driving force for the change and success in her life without him at all. Mm. She's just a young woman who's like, I want to be a comedian. Right, but then and you like wouldn't going... have had the perfect 1950s wife. Right. She and was then... making sure he was successful. Right. Because that was her role well, and her job. Right, and obviously the show's obviously making a comment on that, too. Yeah. And I guess that is important. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't think my suggestion really makes it better. Mm-hmm. But it... It did feel a little reductive or old or cliche. It is the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, so all of those things. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, like I said, it, it's not saying it's not good. It's just not easy to watch. Like, okay. I, I described it as hard watch almost. Mm. Until the end. By the end of the show, I was much more into it. Right. You know, much more kind of getting along with what, what was happening more laughing at the jokes. Right. Like the jokes at the end of the episode. The jokes were... got funnier. Because got funnier. at the beginning and and the middle even, I was just like, this isn't really all that funny. Until yeah. she had a meatloaf joke. She had a meatloaf joke about someone stealing her recipe because he yeah. was stealing Bob Newhart's uh, material. material. Yeah, and she goes, I found out that What's-Her-Name stole my meatloaf recipe and I wanted to stab her in the eye with a fork. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was like the first yeah. legit chuckle that came yeah. from the episode. And then the, like, then there was a few more after that and it started getting mm-hmm. more easy. Yeah. But like before that, so I don't know, because they were definitely there was definitely humor. They were trying for humor. There was a peak in this in which it was extremely boring and then it just came into its own suddenly. It was when... And I think it's all that boring exposition part of setting them both up... Yes. ...that I found hard to get through. Yeah, I didn't understand why I was caring for either of Mm -hmm. them because he's just a jerk from the get-go. Yes, he is. And I mean, I know that's intentional, but... Mm -hmm. He wasn't even a character like you love to hate. Yeah, she was too clever to be with him because I was like, why is she even with this? Why would she be? He doesn't. He's like a wet noodle. Yeah, like going to Gilmore Girl reference. Mm -hmm. Like he's not even a Logan. No, I I enjoyed Logan. Right, but I mean, like he's kind of Logan was sort of a bad boy, but like you still were on his side. Or what's his name from Veronica Mars? Uh, Uh, Logan. (laughs) What's his name? What's his name from Baywatch? Which one? Well, his name's Logan. But... Oh, Logan. Yeah, they're all named Logan. No, but I hated Logan from with... Baywatch. What? I hated Logan from Baywatch. What's his name with the adamantium claws? <laughs> I think it's Logan. <laughs> wow, screenwriters, let's get with it. <laughs> all right, there are other names in the world. <laughs> so, That's great. Yeah, but anyway, what, what was I saying? Uh... Uh, I think I was criticizing him. Yes. Oh, yeah, I, di- I, I didn't enjoy being with him. There wasn't even like, I yeah. love to hate this guy. It's just, like, I straight up hated him. He was a wet noodle. And I, I could not stand him. And I think you need that kind of like... It wasn't even a hatred. I just wanted him to go away and, uh, and ignore him because he, he was so floppy. Yeah, floppy is a nice adjective. Yeah, he's adjective. just floppy. And the actor did great at being floppy. Flop, it's not his fault. He's Yeah, he's just acting the role and he flopsy. did great. He's Flop, just floppy. Flopsy, mopsy, and cottontail. <laughs> he's just floppy. There's not a better word to describe him. He's just floppy. Yeah. And then another thing I didn't really like was, okay, so we the reveal, this is where I think the show goes into its own. Yeah. Is after he has a set, he has a set and he does okay. Yeah. And then like a night or two later, she's at home watching Ed Sullivan, mm-hmm. Bob Newhart's on and is doing the exact same set. And mm-hmm. she thought up until that point, he was writing all his own material. Yeah, so she was like, Bob Newhart stole your stuff. Which is like, oh, sweetheart. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, and he's like, no, I don't care. I don't care. She's like, why don't you care? And he's like, well, I stole it from Bob Newhart. I yeah. just put my own spin on it, which was nothing. Which he was like, yeah, but you slowed it down and made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did like when she was like, yeah. he's like, he said it faster, which is actually better. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> What I didn't like about that, so he he admits basically all his jokes mm-hmm. have been ripped off from other comedians. So yeah. anything that he was getting a decent joke, he's not written a single joke. No. And she's been giving him material yeah. in a way. So that was one thing. So I was like, okay with that. But then later on, after she makes her turn, he leaves her. She gets drunk. She goes back to the club. She yeah. kills it on stage. Right. She has a great set. She really does. Of 
Yeah. Sorry, I could I couldn't help. It. She's got a nice rack. <laughs> but she has a great set. Yeah. And I, I loved when she gets she gets uh, arrested for mm-hmm. indecent exposure, and one of the guys in there is like. Fanny Pam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to have to bleep that. You're going to have to bleep that. Bleep that. Anyway, they didn't bleep it in but the But I, I really liked that part. But what I really hated was that she started getting jealous of Penny Pan. And yeah. that's why I felt the whole cheating thing needed to be dropped completely. It I am been over women being like, I'm jealous of the mistress. No, you should be taking a baseball why? bat to your cheating ass husband and bashing his brains in. Why can't there... Why are you going after the dummy that he's effing? Right, exactly. Why can't their marital strife just be yeah. professional jealousy? That's, that's what I was hoping it would be because I was like, that's far more dynamic. It's nowhere near as cliche. What I thought was going to happen, just knowing what I knew of the show, and mm-hmm. I have to get back to what I was going to say before, but I'm going to say this first. Yeah. What I kind of thought was going to happen in the show was he was an unsuccessful comedian. Mm-hmm. She was going to get up on stage kind of reluctantly one day. Right. She was going to kill. She was going to start getting successful. But they weren't going to get a divorce or get right. separated or anything. He was going to have to live under the shadow of mm. this person who's funnier in than the 1950s. In the 1950s. So yeah. now he, the woman is the breadwinner. He mm-hmm. chose an emasculation right. thing for him. And then a, a growing resentment. Yeah. And how they deal with that. Mm-hmm. Which oh, I, you're going to the dark side. It's fun over here, isn't it? What? When you're making a TV show dark. <laughs> <laughs> and then and she murders then she and eats murders him. And she murders and eats him. <laughs> uh, but what I was going to say about the, the ripping off of the, the joke, the Bob mm-hmm. Newhart thing. So she finds out about that. So later after she has her, her bit... Mm-hmm. And Susie is trying to convince her to become a comedian. She's yeah. kind of wishy-washy. She's not sure what she wants to do. She decides she frees Lenny Bruce from the uh, yeah. the jail. She goes back to the Gaslight, which is the comedy club, mm-hmm. or it's kind of yeah. a all review. It's yeah, because there's poetry and, and music and, and folk yeah. music and stuff. It and, would be a fun place. And she to go. goes in there, and there's a guy in there doing the Abe Lincoln yes. joke that her. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. Did you like that? I loved it. I didn't like that because I think. It made her, I, I'm not saying it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I think it made her husband seem more justified in what he was doing. But then again, he did her, say that all of the new uh, comedians steal. Steal. Or yeah. in, in his case, borrows other people's work. Right. And I think it gives but him it a But it definitely little gave her a, a boost because it's her own material. material. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. like, on the one hand, I Because I, it made her an actual comedian. She's like, oh, wait, I can do this. I can write yeah. my own stuff that's funnier than this. Yeah. Dumb, hey, blinking joke that everyone likes. Which is stupid joke. It was joke. a bad, sorry, it was a Bob. bad joke. Sorry. It was a bad joke. Maybe Not it was funny. the way it was delivered because Bob Newhart is Did expressive. It <laughs> no, because he's expressive. Right. And we didn't get to see his performance. We just right. kind of heard it off in the distance. Yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe it was funnier with his expressions. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But then on the other hand, I think it almost forgives. Joel a little bit because it's like it well, doesn't. I guess he is it right. doesn't. It makes Joel a, another loser. Yeah, like another it looks hack. like another hack. Yeah, that's what I got out of it. Okay, and that it actually makes her legit. Right, right, and talented. So as the show went on, so I really had a difficult. Like I said, it was a hard watch for me. Okay, not that it wasn't good. Right, but that it was. It's like watching just. Awful atrocities The first occur. half was hard to watch. I am not going to disagree with but, you on that well, one. But once she figures out that he's yeah. stealing the material. Once that break happens, then it just flowed so well. Exactly. Like the stuff that worked, worked really well. Yes. Uh, I mean, not saying that there weren't the heavier moments mm-hmm. that were present in the first half of the show. Right. I mean, there's that whole scene where she's just like begging him to stay. Like, yeah. Like, I could do better. Like, Yeah, it was, that part was hard to watch. But... It also, it just it just felt like a better show at that point. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I mean, would you, as a producer, uh-huh. do you put the show on? Do you, you watch this episode, they bring it to you, a- Amy Sherman Palladino right. brings it to you, and she's like, this is my show. Ooh, do we get a green light? I would say yes, because I know the popularity of Gilmore Girls. Right. However, I would be very cautious about it, because I know Bunheads tanked. Right. So I would be very cautious about it. But since it's a stand-up comedian, I think that's unique. Right. In this 1950s genre. Uh So I would like to see where it goes from here. 
I think just based on the quality of the show, mm-hmm. I think I would definitely green light it. Yeah. I think there's, I mean, and clearly, I mean, in hindsight, we already know. Yeah. It's doing well. Doing great. It's doing great. If just judged on this episode alone, mm-hmm. it wasn't my favorite. Right. But I think it definitely has the potential to go, like, I could yeah. see where it's going. Right. And once I got that momentum near the end, then I was like, okay, I could see mm-hmm. this going somewhere. Yeah. You know, would you watch anymore? I don't think so. Right. <laughs> I, I, in my head, in my head, Canon, she's already now a successful comedian, and I don't want to watch her um, fail and maybe even get at a low point where she wants her husband back. Right. I don't want to watch like that, that. Well, that, and that isn't that the traditional kind of like yeah. ups and downs of these types of yeah, shows? Yeah, I don't want to watch that part. Joel comes back, yeah. and then she's like, well, then I'll give up com- comedy so I can be the yeah, perfect I don't, wife for you. And yeah. then you know there's going to be an episode where they get back together, yes. and yes. she's not going to make herself up, and there's going to be like yeah. this whole... Why are you looking plain? So it's like yeah. this one episode gave me the storylines for like the rest of the season, Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I don't know that I need to see them. I don't. I don't want to watch anymore. I think. I think it's good for if you want to watch it. I think mm-hmm. if you like Gilmore Girls, I think you'll probably really like. It. If you yeah. like Bunheads, you'll really like it. Well, I like Bunheads. Well, you thought this was okay. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd greenlight it. You think it would be yeah. successful? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Let's see what other people say. Okay. So you're gonna like this first one. Okay. Language. <laughs> this is from Tyler. 306, and okay. it was written in November of 2018. 50s, you are kidding. Then this is out of sync. I'm, I'm reading this verbatim, so okay. I'm not being, like, ridiculous. I know. Okay. They did not talk like this, specifically <laughs> the ladies. If anyone used language like this, never mind, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> Writers can't be funny without swearing. Then they have no brains. <laughs> Well, those writers can at least write coherent sentences, so there. Uh, costumes are fine. <laughs> it even looks like it costs a lot to make. Okay. The posturing is not right. The swearing turns my stomach. My God. It is so crazy how people think that people were different in every era. Look- it's what I've always said. People are people are people. It doesn't matter if they're in the dark ages. They're going to cuss, and they're going to have sex, and right. they're going to tell dirty jokes. They look at Leave this it to is- Beaver. Yeah. Leave it to Beaver or uh, Donna Reed show. It was never Leave it to Beaver yeah. or Donna Reed. Ever. Those were always supposed to be like the good housekeeping yeah. aspirational idea Exactly, but it, it was never that. No. no. Ever. <laughs> so I really cannot stand the, the lies that keep being perpetuated into modern society. Right, right. So I'm like, it's not like that at all. And even if you were there, mm-hmm. like at the time, even if Tyler 306 was it, alive yeah. in the 50s, they probably remembering it way differently than way it was. Way differently. And you besides, know. maybe women didn't cuss out in public. Because you were but a child. They, but they effing cussed. <laughs> yeah, everybody did. Everybody does. It's not, like, it's not like swearing is a modern invention. Yeah, no. But their swear words have been around forever. <laughs> you know, so... And, and what's dumb about that, too, is the show actually does address that. Yeah. Her mother, she says... Um, yeah. And her mother scolds her for it. She's yeah. like, oh, did he leave you because you have that mouth? Yes. So, were you talking like a sailor? <laughs> yeah, were you talking like a sailor? So, yeah. I don't know. So this person doesn't seem to really... Uh, this person even, doesn't understand even, what history actually is. Didn't even get the point that, like, no. yes, people did talk like that. Mm-hmm. It was not... I don't think cussing's really, like, smiled upon now, really, No, either. it's not. I mean, it, it, like, we have to make sure our boys don't cuss in school. Otherwise, they'll be reprimanded for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I personally don't care what they say. I, I don't I just don't either. want them to get sent to the principal's office. For because, saying a dumb word. Yeah, for like, saying a word that means nothing. But, so do you think Tyler 306 is a man or a woman? Oh, that's a man. <laughs> okay. That's a really dumb, dumb man. Okay. From Karen, Karen N113, we have, What a gem. Amazing doesn't begin to cover it. I almost missed the series. I was halfway through the first episode, wasn't invested in any of the characters, Mm -hmm. and saw nothing amazing enough to make me watch the second episode. You know, I agree with that completely. This is why. That first half of that episode was just, it was pulling teeth. I pulled this before we watched it, Mm -hmm. but I pulled this specifically 
to be the argument right. that like maybe you do need to keep going. Yeah. For our purposes, no, we, we don't no. do that. But I mean, I want a listener. It's, it's sort of the same argument that we've heard a lot about The Witcher and that the first episode isn't all that great, but it gets amazing as the it's series like, well, goes on. Well, maybe it does, but yeah. I'm just judging this on one just show. Just one episode. But I wanted to give that other voice yes. of a people. So if you are interested in watching, you're not like listening to us and being like, <laughs> well, I'm not even going to bother. Maybe you do. But we've gotten people watching shows that were like, no, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, that's my thing. I watch anything that's one I, star. I got, a, I got a message today. If it gets like 10% Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, I'm watching that. <laughs> I got a message just today yeah. that was like, I thought you were joking. King Cut Dust 2 really was three hours long. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. It very much is three hours long. Yeah, feel every minute. <laughs> every minute. It's going to just hang on you. Let's go back to Karen. Okay. Uh, but I hung in deciding to watch the entire episode. And granted, if we weren't doing this podcast, I probably would have turned it off within the first oh, 10, 15 minutes. Oh, me too. Minutes. I, me too. I was, I was having a really feeling, hard time. I was time. not feeling it. Yeah. As I had some free time to waste. Oh, good for her. Um, Isn't it lovely when you have free time to waste? Yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? God, I would love to waste some free time. Ugh. There's something like a nuclear bomb that gets dropped just before this episode ends. Hmm. And if you miss that, you'll miss the brilliance behind the rest of the series. Okay. Midge suddenly becomes and remains, oh, that's important, Okay. so much more than amazing. Mm. She's one of the most delicious, okay. uh, that's cannibalism, characters <laughs> I've seen in a very long time. Clever repartee, which I'm not surprised by yeah. with uh, right. uh, Amy Sherman Palladino. Mm-hmm. An array of quirky characters, again, not surprised. Not surprised. And a machine gun approach to dialogue, again, not, not surprised, surprised. <laughs> that drew me into hanging on to every exchange. Mm-hmm. Even though I usually agonize, uh, sorry, what are these people with four-letter words? Mm-hmm. Even though I usually, igni- how come I can't say agonize? Even though I usually agonize through the four-letter words, mm-hmm. they aren't constant enough to assault those who don't appreciate them. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say we appreciate, it's not like I'm a connoisseur of <laughs> swearing. I am. You are. You very much uh, are. I am. I have a really hard time keeping my voice in oh check. Oh my god, we're like at the breakfast table <laughs> eating our frosted mini weeds. You're just sitting there in front of the boys like I can't fucking believe. <laughs> you know, it's true. I do have a potty mouth. It's really bad. I work really hard during this podcast not to cuss. Yeah, and we've, we've cussed a lot in this one. There's going to yeah. be a lot of beeps. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of beeps. Yep. So it was a small price to pay for some of the best screenwriting I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Don't miss this series. Right. So if we seem a bit apathetic about mm-hmm. it, which I don't think so. I, I don't know how to describe how I feel it's about it. It's just that first half is really difficult to get through. Yeah. But then once she, like, The first 20 minutes put me in a really yeah. foul mood. So any attempts at levity and humor kind of fell flat for me for that first 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't funny. Yeah. And then I was like, this is trying too hard. Once she kind of makes that turn, though, mm-hmm. I would say I like the show. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm going so far to watch more. Nope. They're, but, like, an hour long. And like we said, I think it's pretty predictable where it's going to yeah. go. So, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't like it. I did. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I just don't know that I liked it enough that I want to keep watching it. Yes, agreed. So, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. I agree with you completely. So, check it out mm-hmm. if you want to. If you want to. <laughs> and trust me, that beginning part is going to be hard to get through. The I, first 20, 30 minutes are difficult to get through. Let me say this. Let me say this. If you mm-hmm. are in the market for a long-form show that you yeah. think you're going to be watching for a long time, mm-hmm. and you don't mind maybe not enjoying the first part of an episode <laughs> to be encouraged to keep watching, yes. this is a good show. Yes. you got yes. four seasons. Yes. I think it's going to be basically the same throughout. I think it's going to have the same humor. Right. I think it's going to be fun and funny, mm-hmm. even if I find that it's probably going to be predictable. Yeah. But I think if that's where you're at, if you mm-hmm. have the time and you're like, yeah, don't give up maybe on the first episode if yeah. you want to, if you want to continue. Yeah. Like if you think you're because gonna want to continue. What we what I used to do is I used to give every show three episodes. Yes. Because by the third episode you really find what the show is made of. Right. And it's usually amazing from there on out. Well, that's what we said about Supernatural. Supernatural. That's our famous one. Yeah. Because we watched the first two episodes of Supernatural. We rented it yeah. back on like Netflix. Netflix days. DVDs days. and we were like, No, we paid for this. We are watching yeah, there all was of it. Three episodes on the disc. Yeah. We didn't like the first two and we're yeah. like, Well, there's only one more episode, so we'll watch it. And it was a fantastic episode. Yeah. And then we watched it through season yeah, five. Yeah, and, and then, then fell in love. But, you know, after season five, we fell out of love. <laughs> <laughs> it had run its course. It became Monster Hunter World, the video game. <laughs> Same damn monsters. 
Same way to catch them. <laughs> they just put a plus. They by just their put name. a plus by their name. It gets boring <laughs> after a while. It's really cool at first. Right. And for a long while, it stays pretty cool. But then mm-hmm. afterwards, it's like, wow, this is the same thing over, over and, and over, over and over again. again. I can't deal with this. Right. So there yeah. you go. Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or at our email address, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And if you have any suggestions, feel free to send those along as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, we've done it. Next week, guys. Next week, guys. Ugh. I'm, I'm coming right now. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited. It is Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf. Do you think it's going to meet your expectations? No. This like, oh, my God. You're, like, crying. Your, your my, eyes are watering. Like, I am my, not kidding. Your eyes are straight up watering. My expectations for this are ridiculously high. I want to see sharks with, like, manes of hair. <laughs> The whales, whales. The whales with the manes sharks of hair. Has ten- tentacles. Oh my god, I cannot wait to see this. It's almost like the five headed shark where the fifth head of the shark comes out of its butt. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. It's a good movie. It was great. It's a good flick. So my expectations are really high for this and I'm I'm terrified it's gonna fail. So Casper Van Dien, Shark the Puss, Whale Wolf, yeah. Women's Month. Women's Month. <laughs> So enjoy. Have a wonderful week. Mm-hmm. Keep staying safe, you know, and we'll keep watching shows and telling you what we think about them. <laughs> there you go. Fun times. Fun times. But take care of yourselves out there. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.